Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. We've all got a best friend that we think would do anything for us. Is there someone that you would do absolutely anything for, Jason? Yeah, I've got a good little group of mates, about four of us, and just, yeah, there's... Anyone needs any... We've even got that pact where it's like, hey, if I die, can you get to my house and get rid of this? What, your mobile phone? No, 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 it didn't mean me. Like, there's, you know, I've got to get to one of the boys' houses and get rid of stuff. Oh. What do you need to get rid of? Well, you're not in the pack. Yeah. You're not in the wolf pack. Mind no, your own business. Know. No, we're talking about best friends because a man in the Northern Territory oh. has done something quite extraordinary for somebody he yep. loves. I'm not sure if you have seen this, but there was a fight between a fisherman and a four-metre crocodile. So a fisherman's out there, he's reeled in a barra. Quite a big barra, mind you. And following the barra on the reel was a four-metre... Crikey. Croc. Yeah. I love a crocodile story. This was quite terrifying, though. Have a listen to what happened. Don't let him have it. It's a bloody decent-sized fish. Yeah, well, they weren't going to let him have it. Anyway, as the saga unfolded, uh, I think it was actually a father and son, but they're best mates. Dad gave the rod to his son, who's a bit younger and stronger, but his hat blew off in the process. And Dad was like, well, I'm going to go get his hat because he's my best mate, right? I'd do anything for him. reason why you're talking... I just feel like that's how he would speak. Right. The dad? I'm going to go and get his hat because he's me son and me son loves his hat and ain't no four-metre crocodile taking his hat. Right. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. No? You didn't like it? It's good, solid, strong. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. So he put his life on the line to get his son's hat. His son explained what happened recently. I was just sitting in the shade um, relaxing and, yeah, the old boy ended up hooking this fish and so I come over to give him a hand and um, once we seen the croc, he's like, oh, I'm not going to get this in in time, mate, you're going to have to take over. So he put the rod in my hands. There's a little bit of pressure, but, yeah, we got the job done. Obviously, he hasn't inherited his dad's voice. (laughs) I thought it was quite good. I thought it was very, very accurate. Anyway, he put his life on the line to save his son's hat. I love that. That's great. Well, I mean, look, maybe if it was something slightly more important than a hat, I'd be applauding it. Crocodile's very dangerous. I did see that interview with him. I didn't really understand um, his technique about, I don't know if you saw the end of the interview, he explained what you should do if you see a croc. So I got told a trick by some of the locals out there that if you ever get attacked by a crocodile, what you do is you, you stick your finger in their bum and they get shame and they swim away. Oh, it's a four-metre crocodile. What? You'd have to have go-go gadget arms if it was attacking you from the head to get all the way down to the business Just end. Just let me pull up that tail and away we go. <laughs> uh, where is its bum? I'd, I'd well, say towards well, the rear of the it's, crocodile. It's, it's towards normally towards the, the place where you, uh, where you find it. Like down the end of the tail? No, I know that. It'd, it's it'd be under the... Like, sort like of, that's hard to find when you're doing a death roll in the Northern Territory. I don't know. I'd be shoving fingers wherever I can just to... Let the croc. Don't you go for the eyes? Yes. It's not attacking you with its tail. They say that on a shark. You'd gouge at its eyes. Yeah, remember Mick Fanning? Punch it in the nose, poke it in the eyes. I think I'd rather take on the shark's eyes than the croc's bum. Mate, if you're getting attacked by a croc. There's a quote for you. (laughs) Who's your best mate? My best mate, mm. you, Jace. <laughs> no, come on. Yeah, can got, I, can I got... be into the group now? Absolutely oh, not. I really want into this group. <laughs> have you got, like, that one best mate or is there, like, I a do. little rat I pack? I do. My mate, Rob. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You know Robbie Orr. I know Robbie. Yeah. Has he gone above and beyond? Anyone done anything extreme? Well, I was his best man at his wedding, so... 
Yeah, but oh, would yeah. you tackle a croc for him? Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your best mate? Would you do anything for? Yeah, I, I would say I, I would do anything yeah. for this like group of four guys. Yeah, would I you love do that. Anything for Lauren? We're not there oh, yet. within reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, if it was in work hours and stuff, okay. and it meant getting out of a meeting, yeah, probably would. <laughs> Thirteen one zero six five. Should we find Melbourne's best mate? Yes. Like, who out there has a best mate that has gone above above and beyond, just done something extreme? Yes. Maybe your mate was getting attacked by the croc and you jumped in and woohoo in the, uh, you know. 13. Where is it again? <laughs> On the forehead, mate. You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. This is quite amusing. Uh, it is Jason Lauren. We're asking, do you have Melbourne's best mate? 131065. If you've got a best mate that's done something extraordinary for you, for the entire duration of that song, Clint's been going through his phone texting friends saying, hey, am I a good best mate? Are we best mates? This is the first port of call. I actually texted Christina Hearn from Channel 9 because we do some favours for each other. You guys are very good friends. We're besties. I said, what have I done for you? She goes, bro, can't talk. I'm off to a fire in South Yarra. Apparently there's a primary school. fire. South Yarra Primary School is currently on fire. Yes, uh, on Punt Road huge there. Huge flames leaping up into the air. Good mm. to know. Uh, lots of smoke. So she's on the scene right now. Look out for that one on the roads this morning, everyone. Just off Punt Road. It. Jesus. All right, let's get into what your best mate did for you. Sean, good morning. Have you got an epic... Good morning, guys. Look, I think I've got Melbourne's best mate because I broke both of my arms. Now, as you can imagine, when you're going out, you need no. to still go to the bathroom and stuff oh. like that. And I had a mate who took one for the team and used to take me to the bathroom, unzip my fly. What? Offered to hold it. I was okay to do that. But, yeah, helped me to the bathroom each and every time I needed to go when we went out. That is legendary. I'm so scared what he did if you picked up. <laughs> no, no, does he go home with you as well? You know what I'm... <laughs> with me, you see where I'm going here? Like, wow. Yes, I'm also impressed that you managed to go out with two broken arms. Yeah, jeez. That's, that's a good on. friend. That's, that's a bloody good mate. That's that a, a... a real... And you know you, you're super close if you're letting someone do that to you also. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Joe, good morning. What did your mate do for you? Hey, morning, guys. Um, when I was about eight years old, I fell out of our treehouse in his backyard um, and got my neck tangled in the, a rope hanging from the treehouse. Oh. And he managed to untangle that rope midair and get me out somehow and save my life. Oh, my gosh. Like, you were going to be stuck kind of midair hanging from the rope. Yeah, well... Yeah, I'd, I'd blacked out by that point, so <gasps> wow. I was unconscious and he got me out, yeah. Do you feel like for the rest of your life you, you owe him <laughs> one and one day he's going to call and be like, mate, remember the rope incident? Today's the day yeah. you pay your dues. Yeah, it gets brought up a lot. I definitely do owe him my life. <laughs> it gets brought up a lot. But that's also a best friend to someone who does something and they're like, I did it for you. Yeah, grab me a beer with you, Joe. Remember that time you almost broke your neck? Yeah, I'm going to remind you of it all the time, though. All right. <laughs> 13 1065 is our number. That's that's pretty good best friend. It's not, uh, yeah. it's not holding a willy when he needs to pee, but no. it's up there. You but know? when you're saving lives, you're saving lives. Exactly. Hey, Natalie, good morning. What did your best mate do for you? Morning, guys. Uh, I think I do have the best friend to top the lot. Um, so we were we were all camping. Uh, one friend got a little, little bit more spent than the other friend. Um, and long story short, got back to her tent, couldn't do what she needed to do. So the other friend whipped out her tampon, flung it out the tent, popped a new one in. Wow. Um, that is, that's, that's best friend that's material. Dedication. Hey, we, girls looking after girls, what can I say? We the have a winner. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's it. This is, see, 
I suppose yeah, girls are better than boys. Yeah. That's the end of the story. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, are girls better best friends? I was about to say, would you do that for yeah. me, Clint? But that would not work. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please don't. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.